0: Love Talk Radio. Hello. I love my people. I love my people. I love my people. I love my people.
1: The people are strong from the cradle to the grave. I
0: love my people.
1: They couldn't break us down because we were brave. Read this word, Red is word. Both, near both near and far. About just how left, just our left. We, truly are. we truly are. Take these words, Take these words. Across, the land. across the land. Divided we fall, Divided we fall. united we stand. We stand. Think, about Think about greatness, Your history your history. Without my people. Oh, without my people I would not want to be. Without my people
0: without I would
2: not want to be without my people. You are listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news all you, for Thursday, February sixteenth, twenty twelve. This broadcast is designed to service the African American community in Chicago and around the world. Tonight's segment is Black Wall Street USA. Join us right here every Thursday evening, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. for Black Wall Street USA. Our host is Mr. Ron Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street Districts Chicago and publisher and editor of the South Street Journal. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network, author of Black America Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, Book One, 2010, and Mr. Carter's co host for this evening's show. Tonight's guest will be Mr. Philip Jackson, founder of the Black Star Project. The topic this evening will be Black Youth, What Are the Alternatives? Let us share a little bit about the Black Star Project with you this evening. The Black Star Project was founded in 1996 to improve the quality of life in the Black, Black American and Latino communities of Chicago by eliminating the racial academic achievement gap. The Black Star Project began as a small mentoring program in two Chicago public schools. Since then, they've grown to be an organization with a national impact. The Black Star initiatives includes programs like the Silas B. Purnell Destination College Program, the Men in Schools Program, Sarah University, and a recent campaign called Peace in the Hood, Join us as Mr. Jackson engages and challenges our listeners in a manner that is seldom heard in our communities, locally or nationally, on behalf of the education and survival of our youth. Now, when I say I'm just sharing a little bit about the Black Star Project, that's all that I did. That's just uh, the tip of the iceberg. Uh, The Black Star Project is deeply embedded in its involvement and its commitment with the Chicago community and its youth, but we're going to let Mr. Jackson fill us in on that. Also joining us this evening will be Mr. Lawrence M. Lenore of Genesis Career Network. And Mr. Lenore sent us an interesting memo, and I'll share a little bit about it with you. Real business, small business, get the money workshop on Friday, February 17th, 2012, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at St. Sabina Conference Room, located at 78th and Racine. Now, that's some interesting news for small businesses, and that means you. Now, he's going to be joining us in a few minutes to tell us about this workshop, so get your pen and paper ready and uh, take some notes about the time and the date and get ready to get some real money for your businesses. Opening up the show was our wonderful thing show that everybody just loves. They just really love that, Mr. Carter. I Love My People, gifted it to us by Mr. Obi William King of Just Us Arts. Visit this organization. This is a Chicago based organization at www.justusarts.org. Our call in numbers. Three four seven three two six nine four seven seven. And yes, this evening I'm multitasking. I have the chat room open, and I'm going to check in a few minutes to see if the chairman is in the chat room. Stop by, leave your comments, uh leave your company information, leave your website links in the chat room. That is how we connect. You're listening to Black Wall Street USA. Our host is Ron Carter. Let's check, Ron. Are you there? How are you doing this evening?
3: I'm doing fine, Sonia. How about yourself?
2: I'm doing great. Doing great. Overworked and underpaid as usual, but I'm working on that part too. What's going well, on that, with you?
3: Yeah, well, that spirit keeps you going. Your spirit keeps you going. So don't even worry about being underpaid because you contribute so much. Whether you know it or not, you do.
2: I keep, so I we keep pushing appreciate. at it, Tim, and I keep pushing at it. So tell me what's going on with the South Street Journal. And what's going on in the districts? Well, we are moving uh,
3: still, working on getting the, I would call it almost a premier um, newspaper for uh, South Street Journal because it has been a while since we have not been out. But we are moving forward. There is some interesting stories that we uh, have going. Uh, We're still trying to... Uh, kind of that angle on the uh, Whitney Houston uh, story, uh, based on uh, the, um, or, or really a follow-up from Don Cornelius. We thought we was going to be having a smooth sailing doing his story. Then all of a sudden, here's the Whitney Houston story, and then that kind of raised some other questions about other entertainment and the entertainment business. Uh, I'm pretty sure all of us go through our trials and tribulations in life, Uh, but there was some looking into this uh, prescription drugs that a lot of entertainers are into, and how do we difference the personal drama uh, from entertainers, from everyday uh, lay people. And then also how we look at the, the noble works you know that she had something like uh she's in a genesis uh book of records for having the most awards over 400 so that is one particular story that we are in a hopper putting together along with we're raising this question regarding these city stickers uh when the um the the city clerk came up with this these stickers First, it was a sticker that represented, which many said, gang signs. And then they uh, scrapped that sticker, and then they came out with a new sticker that did not have no black people in that city sticker. And so it raised the question, is that saying that uh, blacks uh, are not going to be a part of the parity of the police, fire, and paramedics, where there was a lawsuit? That was just one uh, this past October, where the city had to, mandated by the uh, Supreme Court of Illinois, to hire 111. approximately about, oh, close to bottom, about 42% of the city. So there's some disparity uh, in an innocent child doing some artwork, but that, that artwork of the representation of Chicago still raised antennas. So we're going to be looking at that. Museum, where they're raising the question of this $3 million market of the uh, black consumers for uh, the year 2015. It's news, but it's not news. We know that we have money that's not staying in our community. So we're going to be not just raising the question about this uh, huge uh, spending habits of blacks that doesn't stay into the community. But exactly when we pull millionaires together and we discuss about the problem, uh, where is that support for this black Wall Street district? You know, we've been talking about this for some years. There's 21 that has been identified in Chicago. But the organizing for it is what we're going to be looking at uh, next Thursday as well. So it's ongoing, Sonia. It's ongoing, and uh, we're looking forward to being a part of it along with you.
2: It's ongoing and unending. Ryan, you're listening to Black Wall Street USA. That's Ron Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street Districts. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black business network and a small business person myself, as is Ron. So we understand the trials and tribulations uh, of the African-American communities and and their struggle in business. And this is my question. I'm sending for to you to take to the panel with you, Ron. Yes, there is the question about consumer spending, black consumer spending, and it has been uh, discussed, discussed, discussed. I want to see the panel... Um, where the black millionaires are sitting on the panel and asked why they haven't invested in businesses in the community. Because if the businesses are not in the community, I was at the uh, Nordstrom shops, uh, the North Shops, that's what it's called, the Anchor Stores Nordstrom on Michigan Avenue yesterday, just sitting around hanging out, um, looking around. So sure you wasn't shopping? To- uh, I did buy something, I bought some tea. <laughs> I was in my budget. Uh But anyway, I was mostly looking and walking. That's exercise. You know, you do your mile walk. And uh, if I want to go and purchase, if I want those items as an American consumer, because that's who I am, uh, I can't find them in my community. So I do have the right to go to North Shops and spend my money and buy uh, what it is that I wish there because my community is not serving me now the question as i said that i'm sending to you uh to take to that panel with you yes there may be that type of spending and i think it's higher than what they're saying uh, outside of the black community but where do i get what it is that i want and what it is that i really need in the black community and where are these multi-million dollar uh People with this money, where are they investing their money? Because they're black and they're not invested in, in the community. What are they doing? And I don't think they've been called to task, Ron. I really do not. I really well, do not. That's not that's I am to task. Law players and all of them. Movie yeah. stars, well, really. that's all of them. They have not been called to task. You know, we get more dialogue about Whitney's drug habit. Well, that's. That's a problem probably uh, throughout that industry and throughout, you know, everyday life for people. You know, she's just on the front page of it with hers, you know. Well, well I one don't thing
3: think... that I witnessed. not have... right. Well, I, I, I hear you, Sonya. and one thing that I have a, um, a cousin that is uh, in the entertainment business, and I did ask her the question, the same question that you uh, raised. And in doing so, uh, she looked me straight in the eye and she said, if we do that, we'll be blackballed. I did see a program maybe about a year ago uh, with some entertainers that, uh, oh, I mean, some well-known entertainers. I can't even uh, call their names offhand. But they were interviewed, and they basically said the same thing. Uh, if they do, they're blackballed. Uh, and those that did stood out, such, uh, such as, uh uh Gover, what's um uh, oh oh I can't even call his name. My mind is a blank. Um, he played a lethal weapon. Uh, can't Dele call Dele his Le- name. No, no, Glover, you know, he was one of those individuals that did exactly as you did. The same way with uh uh, uh Belfani. There are those that do exactly what you did. But they have to be aware to fan the pain. So take Oprah Winfrey, for example, um, knowing that, and take Michael Jordan, for example, knowing that they all open up restaurants, they all open up businesses, but they open up those businesses not in the black community. Now I can say that if uh, Michael Jordan he just, I mean, he opened up restaurants like crazy. But and they a lot of his residents don't stay around long, but just imagine if he did so in the black community the 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 impact that that will bring to that community, but they don't, and they don't do it uh maybe because of their advisors, maybe because uh whatever reason, but if we take the city of Gary and if we take um uh, one of the Black Wall Street, 69th Street, which is basically vacant, one day those communities will be uh, developed, and they, for the most part, will not be developed with black money. Uh, I'm taking the position, as you're uh, making a recommendation for this panel, is to bring that question to an organized body. And after that panel, as you know me, i make resolutions at meetings. So I will make that resolution, and I might just use your name in doing so. That's Sonya Cassandra Purdue said, what are you going to do to actually invest and talk about the problem?
4: So I'm going to be reporting on you at that. Mm-hmm.
3: I don't and have any
4: problem
3: with that what's whatsoever.
2: Happen. I have right. no problem with that whatsoever, at all. Absolutely, because they need to be called called to debt to test because they are invested in other communities. Uh, you get my email on the uh, Red Tails. Now you didn't get it anyway. You'll read it later on. But you know we have coming up uh, on the fifteenth. Uh, we're going to have guests from uh, the Tuskegee discuss- the, the Airmen Chicago chapter or market that that has been confirmed and we're just uh putting together the information and the images and that type of thing and we appreciate it because they're going to uh premiere a, a very special program that they have coming up uh very, very soon, but I'm not permitted to talk about that yet. But that's very, very exciting. I'm going to enjoy working with them and hope to put together some things with them. So that's very exciting. And, uh, Lawrence, I know you're waiting for us, but we're just getting all of our old business out. And we do certainly want to hear about your real money, real uh uh real for small businesses. We certainly want to hear about that. Warner, first of all we do have to uh before we go to Lawrence, a little first break in Lawrence, is mention the upcoming Proud and Privilege event. We got to mention our event. And it's oh, gonna yeah. go full it's gonna go full blast uh next week. Uh we do have the website. You it is highly recommended that you pre register. We're uh a the party, really. Uh, Hollywood Chicago style with the cast and the production team of the Proud and Privileged. They're going into their first season of, season of filming, and they want to celebrate with you, Chicago. Absolutely, and Chicago. And I call
3: it Hollywood on Forty Third Street. Yes, that's yeah. my logo, Hollywood on Forty Third Street. <laughs> I, you I, I love the name
0: that. Of <laughs> I
3: love Hollywood on Forty Third Street. That's a Black Wall Street district. I like Hollywood coming in the hood. I like
2: that. <laughs> Hollywood and yes, Hollywood. We'll put we'll put some we'll put some promo out with that on. Hollywood in the hood. We'll put some out on there. We'll ask we'll ask the creator about that. That that works fine for me too. Hollywood on the Black Wall Street district and Hollywood in the Hood. We're doing it all. But get with the folks from Jackson Heights. Jackson Heights Illinois is an affluent community, uh, fictitious, in the south suburbs of Chicago. And that's where, that's the home of the proud and Privilege, America's first African American anytime drama. You can preview the episodes at StoriesOurWay.tv. StoriesOurWay.tv is an online entertainment network dedicating to telling our stories our way. They endeavor to entertain, enlighten, and engage. And it's gonna get very exciting. Uh we did a show last week. I did uh with the creator and some of the actors who are going to uh be there with us that evening. So we're gonna uh we're gonna be throwing out a lot of things for you. We're gonna have a red carpet. Rod's not telling us yet who he's dressing up as. But I want you to come as your uh you know, put your put. Your, Get it together. Come as your favorite actress or actor or who it is. I'm coming
4: as J.S.
2: Who? J.S. Who is J.S.?
3: Wow, you don't know who J.S. is.
2: I'm
3: not it all out. But but J.S. (laughs)
5: Okay.
2: No, I don't know who J.S. is, Ron. Who is it? Those
3: are the initials. Some of our listeners will know who J.S. is.
2: Okay. I have to go back and think about it. Now, um, he's coming as J.S. I have any idea what he's talking about. But anyway, you come as as you wish, but it is dressed up. We will have a red carpet. You're going to enter, walk down the red carpet. There will be a cameraman, lights, action. There you go. Uh to film you. We want to know who your favorite actress is, your actor is. Uh we're going to have some great uh door prices. I don't want to announce them until they're all confirmed, but I got a few calls today, put a few things out there, and uh we're getting it's getting uh very exciting. Uh we're gonna have refreshments for you and you can uh pre-register. It's absolutely recommended, highly recommended that you pre-register at PNPEvent.info. Uh, That's PNPEvent.info, $25 in advance, $35 at the door. As a matter of fact, the first 50 people who register, you can bring a guest for that $25. Only the first 50 people. Okay, we're expecting about 400 people for this event, so you need to get in early. You really do. So next week we'll be a, we'll be able to announce some of the prizes. You won't be here, Chairman, but we'll be able to announce some of the uh, prizes. You have an exciting panel going over there. Tell them the date, uh, that's the 23rd, and where it is and who's on the panel for us before we go to break. Well, that's going to be at the DuSable
3: Museum. Uh, Some of the people that's going to be on the panel is Mr. Burrell of uh, Burrell Advertising, uh, Ms. McNeil of uh, Nelson's Rating. Um, Then there's also me. There is Naomi uh, Davis of Big. Uh, There is also uh, Brenda Burns was with the Chicago ABLE, the millionaire group and um, um uh, Spike, uh I forgot uh uh first name but he's with uh, target market so uh we have the research the money the organizing the activists the uh so it should be uh, very uh
2: okay Tammy you're breaking up okay it's a problem music
3: from student in the charge, and we can put in and stifle. But as you Sonia have, and we'll follow up that uh, following. Chairman,
2: we're going to go to a break while you plug your phone in because you are breaking up, and we're going to come back. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, and today is Thursday. We're here every Thursday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Lawrence Lanier is our next guest. We're going to go to a very short break. And we're going to come back. He is with the Genesis Career Network, and he's going to tell us about real business, small business, get the money workshop. We'll be right back. Please stay with us.
6: We're the soul of Chicago. WJPC.
2: You're listening to WJPCF in Chicago's Community Affairs Calendar, powered by Chicago's Black Business Network. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Join us today and touch the world. We have a new Chicago icon. Of course you recognize the 10-man on Michigan Avenue and the minister in the fine suits that has been passing out leaflets and preaching on State Street since the early 70s. Well, now if you're walking on state, on the west side of the street, between Madison and Monroe, on any day of the week, you will definitely come upon Marwan Fatim. He is the publisher of the Black Magazine. Black Magazine is a completely independent publication, and in its notes from the publisher states, we understand what it means to be black. Don't pass him by. Stop, chat, and get your copy of the Black Magazine. Show the brother your support. Proud and Privileged, America's first African-American anytime drama is getting ready for its first season and they want to celebrate with you, Chicago, meet the cast and the production team of Proud and Privileged on Friday, March 23rd at the Prince Hall Masonic Temple, located at 809 East 42nd Place in Chicago, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Enjoy great music, networking, refreshments, and photo ops. $25 $25 in advance, $35 at the door. Advanced payment recommended to PayPal.com at Chicago's, that's Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black Business Network at gmail.com. Get on board by calling us at 312 239 8835. Preview the trailer at www.storiesourway.tv, sponsored by South Street Journal. Chicago's Black Business Network, and WJPCFM Chicago, the soul of Chicago.
6: Do you need money to grow or start a business? Are you tired of working for little pay and no appreciation? Have you been seeking employment with no results? Then contact Strategic Solutions Network, Inc. today. Call 773-793-9128. They're strategists. Grant writers and career specialists can help you increase your profit margin and achieve your goals. For more information, call Nita Margent at 773-793-9128 or visit their website at www.ssncandoit.com. For appointments, call
7: 773-793-9128 today. On Sunday, February 26th at 4 p.m., Find yourself in the midst of a new experience when you attend The March of Civil Rights Opera by Alan Marshall and Jonathan Stenson. This is a free event. Reservations are highly recommended. Pre register by email at rsvp at civilrightsopera.com. Hosted by the Chicago Park District and the South Shore Opera Company, that's Sunday, February 26th at 4 p.m. at the South Shore Cultural Center. 7059 South Shore Drive in Chicago. For details on this drama in the making set in 1963,
2: visit com. Are you hosting an event? Would you even think about leaving 20,000 folks off of your invitation list? Well, stop what you're doing because you don't want to miss sending out an invitation to the 20,000 Chicagoland residents who read South Street Journal's new entertainment and dining section, now would you? The South Street Journal has been serving the South Side community for more than 17 years and has a loyal and expanding readership base. So whether you are hosting an event? or cater to those who have events you truly want to be in the next issue of the south street journal call 312-239-8835 to place your ad now this media package includes a web page with clickable links to all advertisers in the entertainment and dining section of the south street journal success is just a phone call away call 312-239-8835 to place your ad today
0: 312
8: 239 8835. Walking down the street now is a dangerous thing. There are drug dealers, crack houses, gang members, and crackheads. People fighting, cursing, and killing too. So much chaos, we don't know what to do. But if people only knew that they are hurting little children, if they could only see what our community could be. When in consultation, one, stay calm. Two, try to say something positive. Three, tell the person what's on your mind. Four, ask if the person understands. Five, thank the person for listening if you can. Come on, y'all, let's be an example. It has to start somewhere. How about now? For more information on ways to prevent violent crimes, contact Totally Positive Productions at 773-488-9553.
2: You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, All Black, All News, All You. Tonight's segment is Black Wall Street USA. Join us right here every Thursday evening, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. for Black Wall Street USA. Our host is Mr. Ron Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street District, Chicago, publisher and editor of the South Street Journal. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Our caller number is 347-326-9477. Good evening to everyone in the chat room. Leave your comments there, your questions, uh, leave your company information, your website links. That's how we connect. We're going to welcome welcome the chairman back and our first guest, is Mr. Lawrence Lanier of Genesis Career Network. We're expecting Mr. Philip Jackson later in the show. Ron, welcome back to the show. Lawrence, well, welcome thank you. You're welcome.
7: Thank Ron.
3: How are you, Ross? We spoke earlier today and uh I got kinda of tied up, but uh we definitely had some uh intense uh, conversation. Give us a little background on what you uh what you
7: do. Well well Ron, thank you and thank you once again, Sonia. And Ron, I'm glad you're not tied up now. And that's just what Genesis does. We untie the funding that's available for the businesses in our communities. Uh, What we do at Genesis Career Network and my other company, GCN Consultants, we not only give job fairs, we've given seven throughout the city of Chicago in the past year and a a half, but we also assist small companies and startup businesses with information on funding and funding uh, programs that the city, the state, uh, as well as the federal government offers. Um, now, Sonia, you, you were talking about black millionaires investing in black businesses in our communities. Well, we on, not only believe that, but as well, we believe all businesses in our communities should reinvest in our communities. Iran, you were right. We do need us to invest in us. We need to be not only exclusive, but all inclusive at the same time. However even though there is a shortage of black millionaires investing in the community and businesses in our community reinvesting in our community, there is other funding and incentives and other programs to hire all target groups, including teenagers and those who are formerly incarcerated. And that's what we have going on tomorrow, Friday the 17th, at St. Sabina, located at 1210 West 78th Place, or more popularly known as 78th and Racine. Uh, We're having a business seminar, and it's Uh not going to be like a lot of other business seminars. By that I mean we're going to have the regional representative from the Department of Labor
4: plus uh,
7: other representatives that uh, are over key programs at the Department of Labor, such as minority contracting and how to get it. Um, We're going to have Chicago Federation of Labor there, Uh, the Department of Employment, Hire the Future, uh, the uh, director of that. We're also going to have the uh, Put Illinois to Work and Keep Illinois Working director there as well. Uh, We're going to have two banks uh, that are going to be there speaking on uh, credit lines and other incentives and programs that they can offer small businesses. Which two banks are those going to be? Pardon me? What what two banks are those going to be? We've got Covenant Bank. Uh, on the slate, Market Bank and MB. Um, oh, very good. Yeah. So, so as as well as uh, my company, uh, which we do consulting, at, and we line all this up because, you know, we have businesses in our community, and I'm gonna tell you, we, we, you know, we have to look at the young people. We have to start basically when they're in grammar school. But it, it's my my thought that all businesses, I don't care if it's a mom and Paul store on the corner. What they need to do is take a young person, take a freshman in high school, if they can give him two or three days during the week of two hours a day, because we don't want to interfere with their homework time, and pay them a decent wage and teach them, acclimate them into the business world so when they get out of high school, they'll have a desire to do something. There's nothing wrong with working at a fast food restaurant. somebody got to do it. However, right. that shouldn't the goal or the future that all high school students see they should see a bright future they should have their mind acclimated to government that's what black wall street is all about we had our own government at one point you know we had our Correct. own business but anybody out there that's listening just go on google and look up the history of black wall street and you'll find out what happened that's why we're fighting so strong to get it back now but uh all right. you're right we should get to a point where we don't have to use the government as a surrogate mother we can depend on each other.
0: Mhm.
3: Well, we're definitely going to be having a uh some some follow up, you know, like every organization that goes through their trials and tribulations and definitely Black Wall Street has went through that as well. Or night, what type of
7: tangible outcome do you foresee uh, from Friday night? Well, it's going to be Friday uh, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, we, I have contacted. Okay, I'm sorry, our, it's not, uh, t- not,
3: not Friday night, it's 10 o'clock in the morning.
7: Yes, from 10 to 2. Right. And mm-hmm. we have contacted, oh, my God, probably about 1,500 businesses um, I personally contacted every alderman in the city of Chicago, including the mayor. Um, I've got about 800 uh, business contacts in in my database. So uh, mm-hmm. and yourself and Sonya uh, and Black Wall Street. I thank God for you all because you all have reached out. Also, uh, there's no fee for attending this event. You know, this this is basically uh, we're gonna have speakers that will get up I got about six speakers that have programs that will help businesses even if the business is flying under the radar because we have a lot of construction companies in the neighborhood they might uh you know hang a door or build a build a back porch but they're not licensed they don't have a business license they're not insured but they kind of like a three handyman working together uh we we'll right. have a lot of in our neighborhood, that fly below the radar in some areas. Well, we're going to have people there can tell you how to get fly above the radar without going through a lot of red tape. Uh-huh. Well, you are
3: definitely having a full blast day. Uh, how long have you all been in preparations of pulling this uh, uh, this this event off for tomorrow? Um, because uh, the, the impact and the people that's going to be there and the agenda itself uh this has been in the making for some time now
7: or? yeah yeah it really has uh for some months uh but you know i i really thank god because i'm going to tell you Ron, and,
4: and i can't
7: stop um uh pushing you uh and Sonya enough in you all's business um if it wasn't for you all you know um and, and i just i don't know and you all really gave me the incentive when i started in business to keep going because I didn't see us doing nothing too much, not in our communities,
3: you know. uh, You hear that, Sonia? You hear that, Sonia? I want to make sure Sonia hear that part. You you see what you be doing?
2: (laughs) Well, that makes me happy, and I'm thankful. Thank you very
0: much. Uh, And and that's that's
2: what we need. And and
7: I want to tell you that there are people out here who need you all out here. And and a lot of times, I'm going to tell you, Ryan and Sonia, we don't know the impact that we have. You know, we we undersell ourselves. Uh, um, You know, a a carpenter comes in your house and he knows exactly what to charge you. Well, he knows what his skills are worth. Uh, uh, You all, I don't think you all really know what your skills are worth. You all impact a lot of people's lives and any businesses that are out there really need to keep in contact with you all and find out what you all have going and the places you all go, the seminars, the events, the meetings, because you all are the people that are in the know. And no, I'm not getting paid to say this for anybody that's listening. Uh, But I know I've been around you all. I've seen what you do. Um, And, you know, I just think it's a blessing because, uh, as I was explaining to this young politician um, the other day, Uh, He's running for office rather And he told me he's running against This older politician And I explained to him You're not running against him You're running for that seat This is an involvement This man has to leave office sooner or later You have to give him the honor and respect That's due him And work with him Whether you win the seat or not but you're not running against him. It's an evolvement. And this is what you and Sonia have done. You all have taken this and, and evolved, you know, because we can't sit around and wait for another Martin Luther King to come. You know, he did what he was supposed to do, and he had his impact. Well, what were the results of his impact? Philip Jackson, Ron Carter, Sonia Perdue, people like you all. So you all, you well, know, you, are I mean, you in my book, I
3: mean, what you and, um, uh, Derek is doing as well. Tomorrow has uh, a major impact. Is right. I guess we. Uh, I have to agree with you that sometimes the work that we do, we don't know the impact. And I can't say the work that you all are putting in for tomorrow. As a matter of fact, is really one block away from where I live. So I'm definitely okay. going okay. to be there. And uh <laughs> And I guess not only that, um, I am going to work with you all as we was having our earlier conversation. Um okay. so with the, the impact of what you can foresee is there a dollar amount with the with, that you can foresee that can be trans uh translated in the impact for tomorrow. Is there a dollar amount or is there a unit? Of uh people that you want to make sure they're in a certain capacity
4: okay
7: I'm glad you asked that question. i can't put a dollar amount, but I can give you a percentage. We have programs that pay employee reimbursement uh, now w- by that I mean we can pay they, we pay anywhere from uh ten to ninety percent employee reimbursement now I represent organizations. I don't pay it. Let me make that clear. I represent organizations that have these programs. Now, let's say that, um, and it's an on-the-job training program, and when people say the money's not out here, it's it's out here. You just have to find the people that know where it's at. Um, Right. I agree with you. I'm blessed to be one of those people, um, or persons, or people, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, um, Is is ten to ninety percent. So you hire someone. So you need five people, and let's say the program lasts six months. You hire someone from ten dollars an hour. If you qualify for ninety percent reimbursement, the organization will pay the payroll, not pay the employee. This isn't put Illinois to work. This is a total different organization. I'm Mm -hmm. on the steering to keep Illinois working and put Illinois to work too. But that's something totally different. The this other organization will pay the payroll for these five employees for up to six months. Also Is this federal the, or state money? Is this federal, state or city money? This what is, county. This is federal money. Okay. Okay, this is federal money. That comes out It's dispersed throughout it, it gets all over the United States but, but people don't know about it. Businesses don't know. How long it's been in existence now? Oh my god. Um I found out at about it about a year ago. Um but when I found out, I was over in Lawndale, East Garfield. I was trying to let every business I know on the west side, and even though, you know, I'm a, I'm a south-sider now, um, and I'm in the same area, Ron, so, that you are. Uh, but uh, now I'm, I'm concentrating on on the whole city. Uh, my, my thing is, is to get this information out there because, see, we need to stick together. We can take a cue from all the other cultures around us. You know, they stick together in every way. And so that's what we need to do so we can grow financially. I mean, we have to face the facts that if we look at this globally and historically, we are the black soil that makes the earth grow. Nothing grows without us. This world, this world would not be in the the way it is today far as uh uh the the uh, uh technical advances, manufacturing advances, anything, even agriculture without us. So we as a people are the black rich soil that makes this world what it is today. Uh, well, so we're we, definitely
3: going to be, uh, you know, we're going to be there, uh, well, I'm going to be there, and as we do so, I definitely want to follow up because this program that you are talking about, uh, that definitely can um, hire so many people, and that what I would like to do is actually target, to, you know, to work with you and actually um, targeting certain businesses that that program will help. Now, is this for, these are for private companies as well as nonprofit, or is it geared toward private companies? And is there a certain um, income or revenue to qualify for this, uh, what would you call it, Uh, it's not reimbursement, but it's
7: subsidized uh, payroll? Well, there, there's a there, this is uh, this one in particular is an OJT program, but there are many other programs besides this. The OJT is just the most popular, so it runs out of money quicker. But these mm-hmm. other programs are targeted, and they might be customized more to fit, you know, in different companies. But uh, it, the OJT is not for uh, non-profit uh, organizations. OJT,
3: what's it stands for? What's the initials stands for?
7: Under job training. Okay. All right training mm-hmm. but they they do not um non-profit organizations uh do not qualify for OJT okay. however uh we do have a lot of programs that they do qualify for now you have to understand that one of the speakers that we have and I want everybody to listen to this now one of the speakers that we have is coming in we have a speaker coming in uh to uh speak to people from from DC to uh, uh give us President Barack Obama's uh best regards and best wishes also. He called me today. Um but mm-hmm. um anyway, uh not President. The President didn't call me. I could only imagine, right? But oh, yeah, uh, I heard yeah okay. I heard you mm-hmm. and, um uh we have someone that's gonna speak to these minority businesses and let them know and the small businesses as well that there is a federal department that makes sure that minority businesses get a certain amount of federal contracts. Now they make sure they monitor it. So if there are 100 contracts up and minority business supposed to get 40 of them, they make sure they get them. You know, but they have to. But do do the we,
3: do in we fall part. into and, that that gap when we talk about minority? Is it matter? Is it a, is it an instance where whatever minority get there first? Or is um uh what's that other president name uh, uh, Bill Clinton? He used the term uh bean counters. Why be a bean counter or is it are we counting beans as it relates to uh the uh different minority groups per se, or are we looking at uh, first come first serve with this
7: uh, uh with this uh, with this money here? Well, well, Ron, I'm glad you asked that question because the term minority, uh, you know, uh, uh, that means exactly what it says, the minority. So guess what? When a bill goes out and there's funding for minorities, Lithuanians are minorities, Koreans are minorities, you know, anybody, Polish people are minorities, Hispanics are minorities. And I have nothing against them. Like I say, I'm all-inclusive, but I believe in being exclusive at the same time. We are minorities as African Americans. So, therefore, a bill might have came out years ago and been targeted toward African Americans, but they can't say it's just for African Americans. So they say minorities. So any minority can take advantage of it, and guess what? They're doing the paperwork to do it, and I'm not bad at them. It's not it's not their fault or the government if 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 some of our businesses and some of our community leaders are lackadaisical in getting this information out in person. it. Well, what
3: you part know, of the our businesses now, this, need to know? Right. You know,
7: cause so you're saying
3: that this here is a private, private You're saying that this here is a federal mandate uh, program that's targeting. Uh, Businesses Now, this can also be, again, is it a a, a revenue for a, a business to qualify? Does a mom-pop qualify just as well
7: as a corporate 500? Yes, they do. And the thing about corporate 500 is they've been knowing about this for years. Uh, you know, they got the lobbyists. They got the right, you know, people out there and lawyers. And, and they're get, they getting this money. They're getting this money. You better believe they are. Uh I know that firsthand. I know firsthand that Walmart gets this money okay and and I'm not mad at' them. you know how, they don't so is that do how this.
3: is that how Walmart was able to agree that they will jump their uh minimum uh pay from eight dollars and fifty cent to uh ten dollars because their um
7: payroll is being subsidized by the by the federal government. I, I can't say that for sure, Ron. But that is one of the qualifications of the program. You have to pay at least ten dollars an hour, and uh, you have to have a uh, four or five, about a five month uh, training program. So set Walmart
3: up. is being slick, then, huh? Well, I'm not <laughs> the saying that. I'm
7: not saying. No, I, I don't
3: know. Walmart is being slick is because when Walmart was uh, crying about the minimum wage and if they're now presently using this same program, uh, they're getting 90% of their payroll uh, being subsidized by the federal government, and so all they're paying is maybe about 10% of the payroll. Uh, they really have no real complaint
7: about the up in the minimum wage. I'm not saying that that's what Walmart is doing now. I'm just saying that this is the program that's that's offered, and if you say that, when you say that they went from minimum wage up to $10 an hour, then that certainly, those two certainly fit together. Now, it could be coincidence. It could not be. I don't know, you know. But i tell you what, like I said before, I'm not mad at them either. Um, my thing is this. We need our bucks instead of Starbucks. You know, we need businesses in our community that, like me and you were talking the other day, Ron, they need to reinvest, whether they buy buying computers for schools, whether they're uh, 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 designating funds uh, for after-school programs or for job training, and we need job training in real areas with real-time jobs. Don't don't just get a grant for job training on data for for data entry and PowerPoint. Uh, induce do, doing people teaching people how to do spreadsheets, and there are no real jobs out there for them. If the real jobs are forklift driver or warehouse worker or punch uh, 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 punch press operator, then get some get use your funding to train people for that. Also, we need to push 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 education. We have so many uh, corporations that dis- discard computers every year. Every year they discard them. So therefore, these computers, these non-profits. They can get these computers and start, or they can get uh, uh, these companies to uh, donate their computers because they have a 501c3, and they can start not not they don't have to start a data entry uh, training program. They can start a education program. People want to register for college or register to take their GED online. Push education. (laughs) we well, Ron, have to go you
3: beyond say you definitely, yeah well you know you have a a wealth of insight on what we have to do and now after tomorrow what would be the next step what's going to happen after this um, uh, this seems like a a four or five hour uh, business uh, event uh, tomorrow well, we, what's
7: going to happen after friday okay two more steps We've got another one coming up on February 29th at 87th and Palline at St. Ethelreda School. And then we've got another one, uh, and the date has not been determined yet. We're going to give in Maywood. And I talked to the president of Hinsdale Bank today, Dennis Jones, and we, we had a, a very good conversation. And they they really want to help the community, the, the communities out there, Maywood, uh, uh the proviso area. They really want to help the community businesses. And uh so we're gonna to work together to take this same template. See we want to do the same thing that these other cultures so uh uh uh
4: help them uh other ways
7: in the community.
4: Uh, okay, sorry, I
3: got um I'm sorry, uh my uh, I went dead for a little bit. I missed maybe about uh Uh, A minute of your conversation, but go ahead. I'm
7: sorry. I said uh, uh, there are other organizations uh,
4: in in other cultures, they Eligible to get these Hello. million dollars,
7: but 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 you know we need to come together uh, to do that. We need to let the people who are educated and know, you know, the direction that we need to go in. We need to get on board, and we really, as I said in the beginning, Ron, for anybody out there, they need to go online and look at how Black Wall Street started and how it how, and how it was attacked in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and how it well, was. there building. definitely
3: was. You're right. Because it definitely was a a part of um, what they did then is what we got to do now. And right. uh, we definitely have to make that happen. Well, look, we're going to take a break because we have to come on with uh, Philip Jackson. And a matter of fact, what you're talking about, and as you made your statement earlier about education, is that that is definitely where we have to groom those youth today, and Mr. Jackson is one of those persons. But I definitely want you to hold on, so that when we, uh, uh, because I want you to interact with uh, Mr. Jackson as well. Um, okay, Miss Sonia Perdue.
2: Thank you so much, Lawrence, for all the information. And you're so excited, you're about to jump through the phone, Lawrence. I thank you yes, for what you're is. doing. Yes, <laughs> We're going to be right back, and please stay with us. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, All Black, on News, Are You, for Thursday, February sixteenth, 2012. Tonight's segment is Black Wall Street USA. We're right here every Thursday evening from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Our host is Sister Ron Carter, Chairman of Black Wall Street District Chicago. I'm Sonya Cassandra Perdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. We're going to want you to stay with us, and we want to certainly thank Lawrence, and we want you certainly to attend that workshop tomorrow, and he's going to be back with us in a little while. Mr. Philip Jackson of the Black Star Project is with us this evening, and we're going to take a very short break and come right back to Mr. Jackson, and thank you so much for being with us.
7: Be in business for yourself, but not by yourself. Team up with a company voted the 57th most promising by Forbes with no money to collect from your customers, no credit checks, and no cost for you to join. Visit electricmoneyteam.com, 773-980-9288. That's electricmoneyteam.com, 773-980-9288.
6: Hey, you want more money in your pocket, right? Savers are losers, unless you save like the rich and beat inflation. The secret? Save the right kind of money. Pure, solid, 24 karat gold or silver, for as little as 20 bucks a week, direct from the mint. Don't spend money. Exchange bad money for good money. Start today at SaveMetalMoney.com. That's SaveMetalMoney.com. The chains of slavery in the modern world are not forged with links of iron, but with the bonds of limiting ideas and debt.
0: Feel that you're surrounded on all sides by your mortgage company?
7: Then you need Foreclosure Attacker. Our team of legal experts are here to help. If you and your family are struggling with mortgage payments
3: and have a high interest rate in foreclosure or have questions about the legality of your mortgage documents, call Foreclosure Attacker at 866-669-0395 or visit www.foreclosureattacker.com. Call 866-669-0395 today to win the fight against your
0: mortgage beast.
2: You're listening to Black Wall Street USA with host Ron Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street Districts. We're back. I'm Sonya Cassandra Perdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network and author of Black America, Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, Book 1, 2010. We want to be sure and thank our guest from last week, Mr. Norman Bolden from Normans, Bristow, and Room 43. And we also want to thank Mr. Greg Brown for being with us on our last show. We're going to bring the chairman back, and our guest is in the green room, Mr. Philip Jackson, founder of the Black Star Project. I gave you a little synopsis uh, uh, at the beginning of the show about the Black Star Project, but we're going to let uh, Mr. Jackson fill in all of those spaces because there is a lot to say about the current projects that they're working on. want to remind you that this show is, and all of our shows are rebroadcast every Saturday morning on WJPC-FM Chicago, The Soul of Chicago, and you can listen at www.wjpcchicago.com. Ron, welcome back to the show and let's welcome my guest, Mr. Philip Jackson.
3: Well, it's my pleasure to talk to you, Mr. Philip Jackson. (laughs) Hello, Mr. Carter. How are you, sir? Okay, well, I guess I better give a little background on Mr. Jackson. Uh, Him and I, we grew up in Robert Taylor Homes together. I can't say that when we were uh, growing up, I do recall Mr. Philip Jackson as one of the kids in the neighborhood that always had some books.
0: <laughs>
3: and at the same time as we, I think we had a big gap in our um, in our workings or growing up. Uh, I, next time I saw you, you was working in the woodlock community doing some housing. And then from yes, there, next time I turned around, you was with the uh, internal affairs with the city uh, government, or then I think it, you was then with the Board of Education, then you was with the Boys and Girls Club, then you was, or backtracked, you was with CHA. Uh, you have had a well-endowed, Career and you're not finished yet based on how much you intensify the work of Black Star. So, have you visioned yourself being where you are in the work that
5: you've done as a kid in Robert Taylor Holmes?
0: <laughs>
5: I, wait, hey, look, I was just like you and like so many others, a, a young boy growing up in, in, in what other people call the projects. I lived uh, in the hole down there in 5323, apartment
0: 709. Yeah, and, I, know, I know you lived in the white bills, but that was no, a white building. No, I was in fifty three right.
5: twenty
4: two. I oh, lived in oh, fifty three oh, twenty 503. You was my
5: mate then. That's right. That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, and, and so,
5: but uh, when you say, uh, how did I or do I envision myself, I envision all young black men is having that kind of potential, having that kind of capacity. And it is unfortunate that that we, um, the community that I'm from, that we haven't developed the institutions, the systems, the infrastructure, the networks that will guarantee that our young black men become as much as they can be in this world. And so uh, I was in a conversation today about street gangs, and I told him, I said, don't be hating on them brothers because they got their thing together. <laughs> you know, the the issue is that we haven't gotten our thing together. And so if gangs are willing to organize and willing to put in place almost uh, uh, uh organizations, you know, they're organized. We need to do that. We need to create
4: uh, well, viable alternative
5: work. institutions. To gangs right. Well, at, at this point. Well, so, well, you look so, at your work, though, you And are some of the smartest brothers in the world. In, in, in what right. they call gangs, man. So, but see, you
3: have been in in the government, outside the government, been a candidate for office, have worked on the chief of staff for the board of uh, 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 education, has worked for the city of Chicago, has been the executive director of Chicago Housing Authority. You have got a bird's-eye view, and even if you look at Mr. Lawrence uh, Lenore, who what he was speaking about, and knowing that your focus has been a lot with the Black Star on education, how do you perceive where we're going to be at the rate where we are? And um, say, for example, you know, I'm pretty sure you know about the Chicago Metropolitan Area Planning for the year 2040, based yes, on where you see we are and based on your experiences and then taking consideration Mr. Lawrence Lenore conversation, where do you see we're going to be? Or do you see the uh, activity to turn this heritage of education and economic ground in a certain time
5: period? and I am very aware of local efforts of educating all children here in the Chicagoland area, but there's a national effort. It's called uh, the National Association of Educational Progress. And they have measured education of all people uh, by race and and by other uh, categories for 50 years, So so they know where we have been. And they also project where we're going. And what they say, that at the present pace of closure, it would take 200 years to close the racial academic achievement gap at the present rate of closure. So
3: based on their analysis and their study, (laughs) are we wasting our time? Pardon? Based on their analysis and their research, and also I'm pretty sure that money has a lot to do with catching up to 200 years are we wasting our time?
5: Well, well, n- no. No, we're not wasting our time. Uh, the question for me is, are we properly investing our time? And the answer is, if we're waiting for the Chicago public schools to educate our children, if we're waiting for the Illinois State Board of Education to educate black children, if we're waiting for the U.S. Department of Education to educate our children, and we are not investing our time properly. We well, is, it,
3: is it is a question whether if we are waiting or is it question whether we are in a position in order to direct that education? Because a lot of times it's not necessarily about maybe we are waiting, but do we have the resources in order to close that two hundred uh two hundred year gap?
5: Well, you see, I, I look at, really other, a, I look at other a reality. Hmm? So I look at Jews, and Jews, not only have they closed the gap, they've expanded, so they have gone in another direction. I look at Asians. I look at Latinos. These are people who take control of the education of their people. And so the well, question is... This, me this is this the fault of black people? Is this the uh, fault of black people? Is this... uh, Are we going to uh, take control of the education of our children? And if the answer is no, then our children are going to be destroyed. And so far, the answer is no. We are not taking control of the education. Is this racism or is this the fault of the black community? Well, well, it's a little bit of both. I mean, mean, there is racism still, but I don't blame everything on racism. But there is racism. Well, how much do you blame on racism? Well, well uh, I blame very little on what other people think. And I, I blame I'm not saying more things, on what I'm talking
3: we about do. And, and what, do what do you do. How much do you think that they do in order to create this 200 year gap? Or is that 200 year gap the
5: fault of the black community? Well, well um, let me give you an example there is this book called The New Jim Crow by uh, Sister Michelle Alexander. Here in the state of Illinois, 6% Mm -hmm. of the state's population are black men. But if you go to the prisons, 60% of the the prison population are black men. So that is a 10 times over-representation of black men in prison than Mm -hmm. there are in the state of Illinois. Now, that couldn't be an accident. I mean, I mean, if it were maybe one times or two times or even five times, you could say, "Oh, well, well, some accidental things are happening, but some systematic things are happening, some institutional things are happening." that force black men into the criminal justice system, and those.
3: Uh, 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 well, who and who so, who do we target, and who do we target all so, this? Set? I mean, yeah, but Jackson, uh, who do we target now? When we say that there is. Uh, institutional racism, whether it's the criminal system or the education system, who is the target that
5: is making this happen? How can you fight what you don't see? Well, uh, well, we're the target, number one. And while you, when you say you can't see it, we can see 60% of black men. It's about 48,000 black men in prison. So we can see that. So I, now, yeah, I'll ask we're, the, Clark, question, who we, is the, we're the ones who have to who make is the, the adjustment. You see, you, uh, others are waiting. They're waiting for the prison system to say, oh, we don't want you black men. We don't care if you go. No, brother. We're the ones who've got to make this uh, 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 adjustment, if you will. And th- what that means is, Number one, we got to take control of the minds and the hearts and the spirits of our young black boys because if we don't, they will. We have to control the knowledge, the information, the skills, and the consciousness that goes into our young people totally, not just black boys. If we don't, they will. Well, let me get, this get is to this 200 we year have been gap.
3: Lazy. Uh, and I'm calling uh, this Mr. lazy. Jackson. Right. Let me get to this 200 year gap. Now, if there's a study that indicates that the black community, it would take 200 years in order to close this educational gap, and the people that actually did the study realized that taking all geographical, economic, and uh, policies in, in place, did they also indicate Who is to blame that caused this gap of 200 years?
5: No, sir. No, sir. And people can look that up for themselves from the National Association of Educational Progress. I'm telling you that our future is in our hands. So I'm telling you that. There are so many people who want our future to be in somebody else's hands. So we want somebody who we don't even know to come and teach our kids and close that gap. So I need to ask you a question, Mr. Carter. Why would anybody do that? I'm just asking you the question. Why would anybody come into your community and teach your children to basically put their kids out of a job? I mean, I'm, so I'm asking you.
3: Well, this is now, this is capitalism. I mean, it's based on capital. Um, and then sometimes people will come in to teach some others because they're able to make sure that they don't learn.
0: Thank
5: Thank you, Mr. Carter I hear what you're saying What I'm talking (laughs) about Are black people teaching black children Now, that's kind of a foreign concept And a lot of people say Well, we've got some black charter schools And we've got some black independent schools And I I, I recognize those And I appreciate those But what I'm talking about Is there being a, A black consciousness And a black structure that is in charge of regulating the education of black children, creating so our own that? standards. Where, where is that
3: structure so, at? I mean, is there creating, something in place right now?
5: Creating our own standards where we decide what an educated black child is, not the Chicago public schools. Man, they're giving these kids diplomas that the kids can't even well, read. But what is the difference between – And, 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 and we I'm applaud am. them. And we applaud them at the graduation. And so you ask what, what, the question – where is that structure at? So let me answer that question. Mm-hmm. Today, I'm talking about today, in the Latino community, they did a press release. And what the press release said, it, it, they did it today. They said, we have a structure that is going to guarantee that 40,000 Latino children in 40 different cities, that's 1,000 per city, are meeting the highest standards of that city. And they said we're starting in uh in um a, in uh a, 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 a middle school and we're gonna take these kids all the way through high school and when they come out they are going to be the best and the brightest that this country has to offer and then and this is what adds insult to injury and I know you're with Black Wall Street uh, uh, brother Ron Carter. They said these are the people who have signed on. Walmart, Coca Cola, uh 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 Southwest Airlines, uh uh um uh, delta of uh, uh, Boeing, uh, i mean uh, McDonald's So all but don't these we have corporations, push excel don't we have push excel uh, taking that lead for black for the black community with the corporation no no, i don't know push <laughs> excel is not taking that lead no sir no sir well, who is taking that lead? no one, is. Is, taking no that one lead? is no one is No uh, one the kind of push excel they do they do well giving out scholarships. And, and that's okay. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about creating a structure that guarantees that you're going to have brilliant black children. And brother, we do not have it. Now, well, what
3: about but you, uh, El San Francisco? Right you, you, you yeah, but what about uh, El San Francisco? I mean, El San Francisco has, uh, Francisco has something like a 90% uh, college entry at their school. Um uh, can they be duplicated, or is that the role that charter schools are supposed to be done, or is it to the point that the black community have to, and why should we, if we pay taxes and we are, the the uh, education system is mandated to teach parity of all students. So are we putting the blame on ourselves, or should we be putting the blame on the government? that it's mandated through taxes to do. So that means we'll be taxed twice. We're going to pay our taxes to educate our schools, and then we're going to pay some donations to uh, educate our uh, children at the same time. So what's going on here? I mean, why, why do we have to two standards? Or is that what we're supposed to do as a cultural? A cultural? Well, of well first
5: of all, blame is a wasted concept. And so if people are looking to blame somebody, that's a waste of energy. Rather than looking to blame somebody, the question can be, who is going to teach our children? Now, now not who who can we blame, but who's going to teach our children? And the answer to that question should be, should be, we are going to teach our children. Not, well, we're going to get some people from downstate, or some people out of Wisconsin. No, that's not the right answer. There's only so one right okay, answer. Okay, let me, there's there's let me only get this clear when you say to who is going to teach your children? And that let answer me, is. Let me get this clear us. when you say we. So, when you say so, we, are
3: you speaking about us hiring teachers in our school or us hiring independent or us being the parents? Uh, what are you saying based on? We have to educate our children. Is it the, the school system, or is it our no, culture and our community,
5: No, no, no. Or is the it the system? Schools? is destroying our children? I, I, maybe I've not been clear. I'm going to try and get clear with you, uh, Mr. Carter. The school <laughs> system is destroying our children. So, so you you keep asking, That's you a know, you keep asking me, should uh, the school uh, system continue destroying our children? And the answer is no. The school system should not continue destroying our children. Then the question becomes, well, who's going to educate them? Not, not the school system, sir. That's not the answer. The answer That's is, a bold statement, uh, uh, Philip Jackson. That is a
3: bold statement to say that the school system is destroyed. I, was, I do
0: understand
5: what you're saying,
0: but well, I also well, know well, that, let, that let is a very me, bold statement. Let me it for
5: you so that you can might be able to see it a little bit better. When you look in black communities All over the country Now now help me out Mr. Carter If I'm wrong you're going to have to say uh, Brother Jackson you're wrong When you look at black communities All over the country I'm talking about in in every major Of the top 300 cities You find almost exactly Precisely the same Yes I do understand Let
4: me lay it out for
5: you Number one you find failing schools Number two you find gratuitous Violence. Number three, you find rampant unemployment. Number four, you find hyper incarceration. Number five, you find early mortality. In Chicago, the life expectancy for a black man is fifty nine and a half years. And so, here's my question. My question, and here's my point. The school system is where we train these kids, brother. This stuff. Just well, again, we have a question one. in our chat and room. So the there's a question: question. Becomes, yeah. Are you well, going me, to continue pull- sending your kids yeah, to a school to you. and getting these outcomes, or are you going to teach your kids? That's the only. Well, the only there's a
3: question in the chat room, uh, Philip. The question that a statement says uh, by Black Achievement USA. Uh, he indicates, "In I respect Mr. Philip Jackson, but I disagree with his concept of blame." So I'm somewhat kind of leaning toward that to the point that if this study has been done on the big two hundred year gap and we talk about, and even to your words, you're saying that the uh public schools are destroying our children's education, and if we continue to have our children in these schools and pay taxes then why should we blame ourselves when you actually say that they are destroying our children? So again with uh, black achievement states is that he agree with you, he respect you, uh, but the the shift of blame and responsibility is what is in question. And
6: well,
4: if well, we I know that somebody is destroying black
5: cheating, you and he can he can hit you back. We pay taxes that basically run the prison system. Am, am I'm just asking. Am I right Correct. or wrong? You're right. Well, then why are we paying to have 60% of the black men in Illinois locked up is my question. I, I mean, that's, it's, it's a fair a, question because, you're talking a, about school, a policy, because that's what we're a paying. It's policy now, and now. guidelines
3: of elected officials. Policy of guidelines mm-hmm. and elected officials indicate that so much taxes would go to the Cook County Jail, so much taxes would go to the state uh, prison system, uh, so much taxes would go to the federal government. So it's elected officials that have agreed on the
5: budget that this is how taxes would be spent. I, mean, rather, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't agree with all of what you're saying. Let me give you a couple of examples, just a couple. Mm-hmm. For a juvenile, that means somebody who's 17 and under, to, to be a detainee of the state of Illinois, for one year is eighty thousand dollars. So that's what it costs. But if you mentor if you could mentor that same boy and get him some mentors and some tutors, you might you might be able to do it for six thousand or seven so,
3: uh, thousand so, dollars. So are we talking about redirecting other taxes need to be spent on education?
4: Well, uh, is sir, is sir, that I'm any different than charter schools? Who's
5: going to be responsible for saving the lives of black children, and i will i it will not be elected officials. You can't say well, elected officials are responsible for you can say it, but it's not going to happen black you have a program that you have to be responsible for saving the lives of black children I mean you
3: have know, me, uh, a university be, that you do what what is the uh, impact of the i understand that you have a university or a, a campus where Black
5: Star is teaching. How is that funded? Uh, it's funded out of my pocket. I mean, that that's what you do, brother. I mean, there, there, no, nobody. I mean, it's actually funded, funded, funded by, I mean, when you say you or Black Star is funded. It's funded by Black Star, just our general operating, and basically, I haven't had a raise in 10 years. So it's funded out of my pocket, but that's not a problem. Okay. So Here's what's the you know, uh, what's
3: the results of it? What what are, what what's the program consist of? How do people actually get involved in it,
5: and what can they expect in enrolling in the program? Well, the first thing uh, that I'd just like to bring up is nobody is going to fund your freedom. See, we my people, we think freedom is free. Brother, freedom ain't free. You got to pay something. And if you want your kids educated, you got to pay something. You, I mean, it's one thing to say, well, but they isn't that pay. taxes? You're you taking me back to taxes. Well, isn't that why we well, pay taxes
3: so that we can no, pay no, for that's the not, education? No, no, that's not why
5: you pay taxes. That that is absolutely not why you pay taxes. You cannot give up your inalienable responsibility to educate your people. You can't do that. Correct. You cannot Correct. say. Oh, I pay taxes, so I don't have to educate my people. It
3: doesn't work. No, that way. no, I'm not saying that, Philip.
5: I'm saying that
3: when you pay taxes, uh, your, your home, uh, your, your your home taxes, your real estate taxes, goes toward education, and so if it's the fifty percent of it goes to education. Okay, so that means that you are paying for the education. Now, what I'm hearing you saying is that if the school system uh, is destroying our children, then maybe those taxes need to be withheld from the government so that we can, uh, is that any different from a charter school where the community itself is educating it separate from the uh, Chicago Board of Education?
5: Well, well, I I. I, I that concept that you're talking about, I, I don't know if that plays out, but this is, may I tell you why you pay taxes or why everybody pays taxes?
0: Because the well, government
5: has said that they want government-owned, run, managed schools, and that's good. And I'm glad that the government, the U.S. Department of Education, the Illinois State Board of Education, and the Chicago Public Schools, I'm glad that they say, they say that they want to educate our people. But, brother, I'm looking at the history of what has happened to black children for the past 60 years. Look at us today. I'm looking at a newspaper. It's dated uh, Monday, November 14th.
4: And the headlines is, School
5: Racial Gap Widens. Now, this is uh, uh, 2011 Chicago Tribune, Monday, November 14th. It says they say racial gap widen. So it's not getting smaller, brother. It's going the wrong, and it's going in the other direction. And what's at the that point, reason? it might take what's, three, what's three, what's three the years reason? And so there's only one solution, brother Carter. And my people are not interested in that solution. There's only one solution. It scares my people, brother Carter. And that solution is for us to educate our children. For us to be responsible for educating our children and for us to be responsible for the people who educate our children. And what was the, that. That so, yeah, so what was the reason was, in Chuck that was article? And check with Black Achievement on that, too. Yeah, yeah but what was the Mr. reason Jack, in that before article? Before he answers
2: that question, right, we're going to bring a caller in. I'm going to interject. Sure as producer. Okay. You listen to Wall Street USA, because 'cause Mr. Jackson he just wanna get all into this. <laughs> We're and that's and that's fine. I understand Ron Carter. You listen to Wall Street USA and that's Ron Carter, chairman of the Wall Street District. I'm Sonya Cassandra Purdue. We're gonna bring in a caller from area code three oh one. He has a question for you, Mr Jackson.
5: Thank you, I appreciate it. Okay. Yes. How are you doing, caller? What, what, yeah, your,
6: this is, your name yes.
2: and where uh, you're thank, calling
6: from? Yes, uh can you hear me?
3: Uh, sure. What's yes, your name? Uh, where you call it from?
6: Yeah, this is Black Achievement. I'm calling from Maryland. And I thank you, oh, Sonia yes, and, and Ron, and, 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 and greetings to uh, Mr. Jackson. Um, sir, uh, some years ago, I decided to run for school board here in Maryland. Uh, and in anticipation for running for school board, I wanted to make sure that I um, was aware with what was going on in, educa- in education, because I'm not an edu- educator by training. So I read many, many, many books, uh, going back to the Freedmen's Bureau and establishment of uh, historically black colleges and uh, institutions to educate the freedmen or the former slaves coming out of slavery, uh, read books on the Land Grant uh, Act that created all these Big Ten schools, uh, read books on the New York City public school system and what it did to educate the immigrants that were coming over here at the turn of last century, uh, read books on NASA and Sputnik and what NASA did and the Department of Defense did to make America number one in math and science and create a defense department that hitherto h- has never been seen anywhere on the globe. I read all these books, including books about uh, what's going on with the Hispanic uh, uh, children in terms of education and, and, and language. And, of course, I read books on civil rights with Brown v. Board, and it is quite abundantly clear to me, contrary to our belief, is that black children has, have never had the wind at their backs. They think they have, you know, because we, we, we believe in the propaganda. But when you look closely at the situation, black children have never, ever, ever had sunshine. And they have been uh, groomed to believe that education is not for them. Our expectations are extremely, extremely low. This is not a civil rights issue, Mr. Jackson. It is akin to an antitrust issue where you take an entire population and make them non-competitive, So they can't compete in the marketplace. This is what is With going the, on here. And
3: we. I mean, I, I, I'm going to question me quick here. I
6: know, Ryan, you want to move on.
3: Oh, no, go ahead. I just want to I, verify the source of you making that uh, comment and also looking at exactly uh, pinning the, the, the tail on the donkey. You know, we can talk in general, but I'm looking for who and who's responsible and where, where, where's the next direction need to be. Well, well, if you do,
6: the take, for example, my comment about math, science, and engineering. Uh, prior to World War II, uh, the U.S. was nowhere to be found on the Nobel Prize list. We were nowhere to be found in science and math. Science and math was coming from Europe, Germany, Switzerland, France, uh, and so forth. Uh, the United States under Eisenhower, while, as a matter of fact, uh, during the Little Rock school crisis, when that happened, Less than 10 days later, Russia launched the Sputnik uh, 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 satellite into space. Nixon, uh, excuse me, Eisenhower called in his uh, uh, think tank, people who who were in charge of education at that time, and said, well, why aren't we capable of doing these things? He said they told him that our children don't like math and science. He said, I'm going to change that. So you had two things going on at once. You had uh, the United States went to upgrade its math and science education, and you had the exclusion of blacks from schools throughout the South. These things were going on simultaneously. So in essence, that's what created the gap, Mr. Jackson, where you had to push for white boys because NASA was a southern white boy uh, institution. All of NASA operations were in Texas. Florida, Maryland, where they practiced segregation, and blacks were not so given a fair, fair a fair shot up until the seventies, the mid seventies, really. That's what blacks uh, were so, never
5: given a fair I'm shot. Just, I'm just, so I, I, I wait, hear what you're saying, let me let me let me just because I,
6: uh, I, I I just want to I didn't want to waste time on that because I can nail it down for you specifically what was going on. But let me just add this. I want to bring up the modern times, because so we can relate to that a little bit better. Uh, race to the top, Arnie Duncan. And I, and I got a problem with these nonprofits out here. But Arnie Duncan, he the unprecedented. Congress gave him $5 billion, with a B, $5 billion under Obama's stimulus package of non-discretionary of, of funds using his discretion to embolden American children in education, just secondary and primary, okay? $5 billion. What does Arnie Duncan do? Arnie Duncan goes and makes Reverend Al Sharpton the de facto head in black education, a man who knows nothing about education. Reverend Al goes around the country with Lisa Ray on his arms, going to WrestleMania, saying he's trying to reach uh, young boys. In education, it was a joke, and not one person, not one nonprofit, not one black leader came and said, "What the hell is Reverend Al doing advising Arnie Duncan with five billion dollars in his pocket?" And they created Race to the Top, which is total nonsense. Here in Maryland, they said by the year uh, when they were applying for the application, Mr. Jackson, they said by the year 2018 they would they will have will close the achievement gap in 2018. But check this out. Five years ago, they said by the year twenty fourteen it was gonna close the gap. And five years before that, they said it was gonna close the gap. And five years before that, they said it they was gonna close the gap.
4: And Brother I went there and I told them in I end right here. here. I told I told
6: here. I hear right here. I I'll end right here. I okay, so I, they I told will
5: them will probably uh, close I, the gap in the year. But let me respond. So please okay. let me respond, Brother Achievement. I appreciate you. My point does not change. And Brother Achievement If you are not willing to educate black children in Brother Achievement, then you might be a part of this problem that you're talking about, Brother Achievement. And so what I'm encouraging you to do, and being on a school board, you simply become a part of the problem if that's what you want to do, Brother Achievement. Now, what I'm talking about is creating structures, institutions, networks, that Educate black children And I'm not talking about one or two or ten black children I'm talking about the masses of black children This is a kind of work that so is outside the of the Board of no, Education? No, no. Th- uh,
0: it is
5: This is the kind of work That is being done By Latinos By Chinese By Jews And black people Brother Achievement are saying Well the school's not educating our children Hell no they're not educating our children they're not designed to educate our children, and we keep begging, begging them to educate our children. Brother, I ain't begging no more. I ain't waiting, brother. Achievement. So you can tell me what you want about Arnie Duncan. You can tell me what you want about it, brother. I don't. Help. Brother, we're past that. Either we will educate or we will die, brother. Achievement. It's that simple. This is not complicated, so then, when brother, we look at the, uh, yeah, right. No, can us. Brother
3: Achievement respond to me, me, please?
6: So uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, well, we, 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 I, hmm. I'm here. Let me just say this quickly. Uh, <laughs> I looked, Mr. Jackson. The schools get on average twenty thousand dollar per pupil every yeah, year. We are in yeah, they think they, they get they get billions of dollars. Well, I, we we cannot be effective.
5: We cannot no, take makes, uh, a Louisville swarm out We County? cannot be
6: effective if we're are not involved in that big giant
5: pie and how it's been implemented and, and George's how it's been used.
6: Yeah, are you in I'm sorry. Prince
5: George's County?
6: No, I'm in Charles County, just south of Prince George's County.
5: Okay. Prince George's County, which is one of the richest counties in the country, has got some of it is the lowest performing school district outside of Baltimore City in Maryland. Yes, now, I know that. You're right. rich, big-money black folks. And so, brother, my point is still the same. I don't care about the money. I don't care about the $20,000 per head. Or I don't care in, 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 in Prince George's where, where houses cost, what, a million dollars. I don't care about that. I only care about one thing, a brother achievement. When will we take responsibility for teaching our children? And right now, people are telling me, we don't want to do that. We want, we well, want then, Arnie, Duncan Phillip, to, you you know, Arnie Duncan's you. kids are getting the best education possible because he's taking responsibility. He's okay, not waiting then, for us to educate his kids, I mean, and I'm oh, not Phillip, waiting for him to educate yeah. mine.
3: Phillip, now looking at Black Star has moved its base from Chicago in which it has representation all over the country. And as you do point out that we the black community have to educate our children ourselves. Is there a national uh, collaborative understanding of this mandate and what project or program that's happening on a national level? And with that, is this uh, initiative using um, public money to do so, or is it all independent money uh, in this here First of all, is there such a collaborative teach our own uh, national collaborative with black uh, educators? Is
5: that no, the first question? Is no, no sir. No, sir. There's not. Okay. I, I don't know, if brother. Achievement is gone, but I learned a lot listening to that brother. And, and I'm going to take, uh, you know, if you know, I knew a lot. I knew about Sputnik. I knew about uh, Little Rock. But I'm going to take what brother knowledge, uh, brother achievement gave me. And I'm going to incorporate that into what we're doing across the country. So I, I so I want to thank Brother Achievement and, and Brother Ron. I want to thank you too for having this platform. Now, if I can answer your question, no, there is not a national structure. Now Black Star is looking to create that, but
3: what unfortunately, yeah. I mean, with your projects, uh, you know, with your uh, father's uh, millionaire <laughs> fathers uh understand that, mark, that you you yes, we went yeah, that's all over the country right, okay, so is that a base where you're going to look in there at forming this national structure to educate the uh, uh black youth outside of the educational system
5: yes sir and 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 the magic word uh Mr Carter is scalability to do something one time well in one city is not enough. So, if, I, if they said, "Well, you know you 're doing pretty good in Chicago, no that 's not enough. They said well there's in Los Angeles in New York no it 's not enough it 's got to be scalable we 've got to be able to support brothers like Brother Achievement in maryland uh, uh, to to accomplish the same good work that 's happening maybe in Portland, maybe in miami we 've got to be able to take it to scale to force it." to happen. Well you
3: make sure that you give your problems. number out. You make sure you give your number out so uh uh black achievement can uh touch bases with you before the end of the show uh so that you can have that link. Now yes, as you indicated that the the reflection of black education is all over the nation. Uh what's happening in Chicago, what's happening in New York, what's happening in Detroit, is in Oakland, is in uh, Los Angeles, it's in uh, Jackson, um, uh, Mississippi. It's the same scenario regarding education, the penal system, and business. And uh,
0: unemployment, too. unemployment.
3: Unemployment. And employment. So it's a reflection all over the country. It's not just happening in Chicago or in L.A. It's a reflection in every social um category of in even in finances where they indicate that the uh, uh the black uh, have sixteen dollars assets compared to whites have something like eighty some dollar assets and if that gap and you know and there was when we had this show two years ago and that was stated um guy Williams indicated that that gap will never close and at the well, same time. If we, that, that, that financial assets would never close, that gap would never close. And then, if we look at the 200 year gap with education, and then as we look at our communities where other folks are driving the economics of small businesses and corporations are driving initiatives, so, and we understand that the youth and if i can take this comparison that there was a a a saying that asian children have no say in what they're going to do in life i think it's more like in japan that they do not choose what their career path is going to be that they are identified at a very young age on what career path they're going to go and then the parents and the government stick to that to the point that it has helped the Japan uh, cultural and the Japan economy be very solid. Do you think that that same type of direction needs to happen within the black community where we're giving our children too much say in where they need to go? And they're taking this Based on the economic trends, so if they know that in twenty or thirty years from now that the the auto industry is the direction that needs more help, or medical, just like in Lake Meadows. Lake Meadows now it used to be full of uh, black people. Now there's maybe about fifty percent Asians that live in Lake Meadows because there was uh, a direction of the health field that they must educate their children. Do we need to take more control in the say-so on our children's education
5: as it relates to the trend of economy? All right, well, well, you've said a couple of things, and I, and I will try to answer them.
4: Uh,
5: uh, number one, what you're talking about is the, the, the wealth gap uh, between uh, races. And here in the United States of America, The average black family has a household wealth of about $2,500. That's that's everything they own minus everything they owe. And it comes out to an average of about $2,500. The average white family has a household net worth of about $112,000. So let me tell you what that means. What that means is if a black kid wants to go to college, his family doesn't have the wealth for him to go to college. Or or if somebody, if a black kid is getting married, his family doesn't have the wealth uh, to get him started or her started with, with a gift that can help them get a house. That's what it means. And by the way,
4: the latest
5: mortgage foreclosure debacle, Uh, uh, over the past uh, uh, five years, over a quarter trillion dollars in wealth has been lost by the black community. And so let me tell you what that means. That means that you, and I'm talking about you and me, and all black people are poorer today than we were five years ago. Almost yeah, we understand every that. person you know. How now, you... all this is highly systematic, and there are no accidents here. But now let me go to your question about Japanese children, Chinese children, Pakistani children, Indian children, Singapore children, because you're talking about how their children are directed in areas where they know the money's going to be there and jobs are going to be there in the future. That's absolutely the case, but let me tell you how they do it. They do it through family structure. That's how they do, do you it. You think they're it, not need to direct our me.
3: children the same way?
5: Do no, we're we not without our family it. structures, brother. And right now, okay, the well, I understand that, but the question is the biggest problem in the black community—is rebuilding the black you? family. And if you yeah, well, we're not going to—if we're not going to talk about rebuilding the black family. We're wasting. I'm just saying for me, we're wasting okay, our okay, time. Of course, education, is, economics, well, yeah, uh, and well, let,
0: me let,
5: me get, sir, let me get the question. Let me, so, Let me get the question. Do we yes, need
3: to program our children to economic trends in education?
5: No, 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 no. We need to rebuild the black family, and after we rebuild the black family, the thing that you just ask will take care of itself. Isn't that going but to, if to you? Va-
4: try, I mean how long would it try. take for
3: us to build a black family? I mean, we brother, can educate our if, children it, it
5: faster than we brother, can, then we can get these marriages together. <laughs> if we don't start rebuilding the black family, we will never rebuild the black family. I can give you that answer. So you're asking how long would it take? So my question to you is when are we gonna start? Well, again,
3: I, so my question What comes first, education of the children or the black
5: family? The black family comes first. uh, Okay, how long would that take? May I tell you why, though? May I please tell you why? Sure. All right. The family is the most important social unit of civilization. The family. The family is what really educates children. Schools don't educate children, brother. <laughs> okay, that, schools base, that, schools that, that, that report on education,
3: when that report on education says there will be a 200-year gap, do you look at the family in addressing that 200-year gap and what time frame would it take to build the black family in
5: order to address the education? Uh, so let me tell you about families. Families are the most important social infrastructure that the black community has. If we don't, so let me tell you what it it governs. It governs economics. Most business in America is family business, not not Walmart's and not Boeing or IBM. Small family businesses employ more people than the Fortune 500, but
3: except in the black community.
5: it, oh, except in a black community because we we can't have family businesses because we don't have family, brother, in, in the classic sense. And so by rebuilding the family, we improve education, we improve economics, we improve health, we improve everything. And so my question to you, Brother Carter, is who's working on this uh, Is is my question to you. Well, I Who's take the position one? of Who's well working? to answer your question, I, I
3: take I take the I take the position of Malcolm X. And that is that one day we're gonna turn around and we're going to say it's time for us to control the economics and the businesses of our community. And when we turn around and say it's time for us to do it, it's gonna to be too late because everybody else will control the businesses in our community. So in answer to your question is that I believe that if we wait for the black family taking consideration of this 200-year gap, we would never be able to control the economics. I believe that if we control the economics of our community, then that will address the family the same way when we see the families that are taking over the businesses in our community, that we will have an example of families being together because that's what we see in these other nationalities. We see those families controlling the economics of their community and our community. I think that our children need to see an example of us controlling our community. And when they see us controlling the economics of our community, that will enhance them to be able to want to go to school and want to learn. I don't think it's about so much of family, but I think that they need to see examples of education. And if they don't see examples of education of controlling our community, then they would take their education and go someplace else. Well, that's where you and I disagree,
5: Brother Carter. Because okay. I absolutely—you I, see—I know. I don't think I know that if you don't, re- if you don't build strong families in our communities, our communities are
4: lost.
5: I know that. And look, and okay. let me give you an example of economics, if I can give you one example. Uh, this guy, uh, Mike Tyson, uh, he earned over three hundred million dollars fighting. You know, you know, uh, boxing or whatever. He earned over three hundred million dollars. The brother is broke.
0: Matter of fact, are you still
5: doing broke. karate?
3: Are you still practicing karate? Are you your black belt? I, I, you?
5: I still work out. Yes, sir. But but so let me yeah, explain okay.
3: to you that, to that having
5: money, simply having money, doesn't mean that you know what to do with money, and that's where families come in. You see. This wealth, you and I, you talked about wealth a little bit earlier, the fact that the average white family has $112,000 in wealth. You see, that's accumulated. They didn't just wake up today and had 112000 That was passed on through family structures. That's how, right. that's Girl, how you let me deal with wealth, brother, and that's why up, you have got to have family. Otherwise, if you just going to give people money, brother, all they're going to do is run out to the strip club. If that's what you're talking, all they're going to do is make it. Okay.
3: Well, we have. Uh, I don't know if Mr. Lawrence, are you still on the on the line? Is that Mr. You Lawrence still on with brother Okay. Well, when we look at education, we are looking at uh, the finances, and then as Mr. Uh, Lawrence Lenore is having this program uh, tomorrow to address um, economics. And then as and he did talk about education as well. He did talk about the responsibility of businesses regarding education. How do you see the responsibility of businesses when it comes to education? He spoke about the, uh, uh, the government subsidized to uh, put uh, youth to work. Uh, is there any focus that Black Star have to relate Business and education.
5: Yes, sir, absolutely. But in in other communities, they don't wait for the government to put their youth to work. They give them a job with cousin Juan or or cousin uh, 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 you know uh, uh, Chin or whatever. That's what they do, and that's why you gotta build families. We keep asking for somebody else to take care of us, brother Carter. And, and if you don't understand in 2012 that nobody is going to take care of you, then, brother, we are the problem. We're the problem. They're not the problem because they're clear. They, they're not going they, they're they're to they. give our children jobs. They're not going to give our men jobs. People are clear. But we're not clear. And we keep saying, uh, give us some jobs and, and educate. Brother, brother, brother. And so if people are interested, in taking control of their economic destiny, if people are interested in rebuilding black families, if people are interested in re-engineering black men and educating black, they can call us at Black Star because that's what we do. 773-285-9600. Seven, seven, zero, zero. Or they can hit, hit us up on the web at www.blackstarproject.com. Dot org, and and, and so uh, brother Ron, you know what I've been so blessed. Okay, well we have I think well, right now. Let me uh, if I
3: can. I think we have one caller on uh, Sonia, Do we have a caller before we end the program or?
2: You listen to Black Wall Street USA. with that's the host there, Ron Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street Districts, and I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue. We have do have a caller from the 708 area code. Caller, you're on the line. Please state your name and your comment. Well, thank
8: you. Um to uh this program has certainly been enlightening. My name is June and I'm calling from the Grand Crossing area here in Chicago. Right, June. And uh, well, tried. I just want yes, yeah, long time here. I just want to thank Brother Jackson. I have, you know, Ron, it's really hard for me to ever disagree with you. And so, you know, that just kind of goes against the grain of my life. But, boy, I must be on the rough side because Brother Jackson has just laid it on the line. If we look back historically, uh, we know that all of our evolutionary, and I call them evolutionary changes in this country, have had their genesis in the family. If it wasn't for the family supporting these people to go out and have the fortitude to go out and make the changes, whether it was education, in the social um, realm, these things would not have happened, and these are the things that then spill over into economics. Economics is just a mechanism by which we gain a quality of life. Um, I think we need a paradigm shift in the black community to stop just thinking of wealth as money. We have got to start thinking about wealth in terms of quality of life And you can only do that if you are educated first, getting that uh, necessary um, fruit from the family. And, and, And then we already know what we have to do. We know that it takes a village to raise a child, so that means that we have this extended family that Brother Jackson is supporting through his project. So, that's my comment for the night. And my question is where can we, um, Ms. Purdue or Ron Carter, how can we um, take this conversation? We need to do it until we just pass out ad nauseum. This conversation needs to go on on every kind of right. venue okay. and platform that we have. We have to have right. this dialogue. Well, Mr. Until. Jackson
3: definitely gave out his number and, again, uh, uh, as I indicated, you know he is focusing on education, but I know that he definitely has a, a worldly understanding of government and and politics. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. you ran for office a couple of times, correct? Yes, sir. Right. So politics, knowledge, in, in in and education. <laughs> so let's, uh, well we're getting ready to close out. So, um, Mr. Well, Jackson thank you, all. you got uh, 30 time. seconds. And June, you have to get oh. my number so you can give me a call. I don't know. I'm going to find your number, but you better give me a call, miss.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. In and, program, and I want to compliment, as, 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 and
5: not just because she's agreeing with me, but on her thinking. Uh, I'm ready to listen to her show. So, uh, brother Carter, if you ever bring her on, let me know and and, and I, you know, I want to listen to her because it's going to take good common sense thinking like that to fix what we have, but there is no substitute for us taking control of our families, taking control of our communities and taking control of our children. If people want to get in touch with Black Star, please call us at 773 773- Two eight five ninety six hundred, 9600 or visit us on the web at www.blackstarproject.org. And Mr. Carter and Ms. Perdue, I really appreciate this opportunity. Uh, well, we definitely enjoyed out.
3: you very much. Uh, uh, my my homeboy from uh, uh, <laughs> Robert Taylor Projects, from there to here, uh, I'm, I'm glad to see you have uh, taken the stride as you did. Miss Saunders another By good I show. <laughs> That's
2: right. Okay. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Jackson, for being with us. Thank you, Ron Carter. You're listening. You've listened to Black Wall Street, USA. That's the host, Ron Carter. chairman of Black Wall Street, Chicago. Our guest tonight was Mr. Lawrence Lanier, and. uh Mr. Philip Jackson, and it was a great show. You can listen to all our shows in our archives right here on Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All our shows are rebroadcast on Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on WJPCChicago.com. We look forward to you being with us next week. We're going to have a little different format. The chairman's going to be at the Southview Museum. So uh, what time is that next week, Ron? Just the time. Oh, Wow.
3: From our time, mainly from 6 to 9, but I don't know. Maybe I'll sneak my phone in so you all can hear. I don't know. We, we might be <laughs> minus something. I don't know because I'm going to miss being on our show next week, but uh, I know that Thank we're you. still going to be just as intense as we are today.
2: Thank you so much for being with us, and have a good evening. Good night, everyone.
3: Good all. Good night.